Oh, baby, long time no talk, but guess what? The entire season was a disaster. No harm, no foul, except the foul and the harm. But we have a draft today to fix it up. Let's talk some Knicks without a knack. It's no secret. fucking shit here we are back again more unqualified unadulterated and incredibly unsatisfying rants on your new york knickerbockers live from without an act studios aka my fucking closet you are listening to the to the it's been a long time since i did this you're listening to the, to the without an act podcast i'm your host ryan quickly it's a little bit embarrassing i understand not only did i completely abandon my my ventures into uh starting a Knicks podcast and building a community and you know ingratiating myself into Nick's Twitter and, and you know Nick's t- content creation in general um I was wrong about virtually everything I've ever said about this team like lit- like literally literally every single thing uh, but I think that's okay because a lot of people were wrong. Like the season, you could argue, was probably the worst case scenario. Could it have gone any worse? I don't think so. I mean, it, the only thing, it, 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 the worst, it, the only thing that we missed is that RJ, OB, IQ, and Sims. You know, they're positives that you can glean from from the shitty season. But I'm not here to dissect. I'm not here to do a moratorium or an obituary for the season. Because too little, too late. Today, I just want to hop on quick. I still have to go to the fucking office. I have to go into stupid work now. Um, so I just want to hop on. I don't even know if I'm going to make it 20 minutes. I don't know if I'm going to make it 10 minutes. I just want to talk about the draft, what I think is going to happen, what I want to happen, and the worst case scenarios, and kind of the things that can kind of shake out from it. Um... Jaden Ivey's a guy. Jaden Ivey's the one that, because like, here's the thing. The Knicks have too many assets, assets as currently constructed. They just do. What are you going to do with all these players and picks? There's no superstar available right now. We're not getting Donovan Mitchell. There's no other superstar available. There's a, a rumor that just dropped DeJounte Murray. If they, if they want to back up the truck for DeJounte Murray now, Sure. Uh, I don't think that the, I don't think Julius Randle's moving. I don't think that happens. I don't, I certainly don't think it happens tonight. I think if it does happen, it's going to happen during free agency. Uh, but I think in, in all likelihood, we're going to have, we're, we're going to have Julius Randle as our starting four. Um, and then maybe we trade him at the deadline. That's what I think. I just don't see the, I don't see the team that, that happens unless the Spurs want, <laughs> unless the Spurs want to trade, DeJounte Murray for Julius Randle. Take him home to Texas. That'd be nice. But I think that if you are going to eventually shoot for a superstar, what you need to do is you need to get more promising young talent. And I don't think you're getting that at 11. I think whoever we get at 11, if we stay there or if we even trade back, has potential to be a nice rotation player, but by no means will they ever be the centerpiece for a future superstar trade. Like that's just not, it's not going to happen. I don't think if it does happen, you know, it it would be, it'd be a huge surprise. 
So that's why my first choice is trading up for Jaden Ivey at four. Um, I think he's explosive. I think he's worth the gamble. I think he would be kind of saucy next to RJ. Yeah, who, who, who fucking knows? So he's my first choice. Do I think the Knicks are going to be able to trade up to four or five with Detroit? No. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. I don't know why those teams would ever consider doing that. I know the Kings don't really, uh, the Kings don't really you know, like need or want Ivy. Um, they said they were said to like Keegan Murray. If they take Keegan Murray four, the Pistons are going to be very happy to take Ivy at five. There's rumors that OKC is going to try and target Shaden Sharp or Ivy to pair with Chet, who they're going to take it to. Um, OKC can beat like really any offer the Knicks throw if they want to. So that's kind of what I'm at. So it's just I, like, I just don't, I don't, I don't believe that the, I, there was a period of time where I believed that the Knicks were going to, or could trade up. I don't think that's happening anymore. Uh, it's just, it's too rare. It's too silly. And I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the most likely scenario is that we trade back and we get a guy like, I don't know, we trade back from Malachi Branham or something. Um, or we stay at 11 and we take AJ Griffin. I'll just, I'll run through my, my big board right now at the top is Jaden Ivey. Uh, for all the reasons that I said, he's a good gamble. He's going to be, I don't know if he's going to be a winning basketball player. He's certainly not going to be a winning basketball player at the start um, I don't know if I necessarily agree that he should be our starting point guard. I think we probably still need to find a point guard. Fuck. Something just happened in my body. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know who that point guard is that's going to be alongside Jaden Ivey. Um, but I think he needs someone to kind of teach him how to play that. I don't think it's IQ at the start. Um, I think it would probably be someone cheap that we can kind of just fucking scrape off, scrape off a scrap heap, uh, and toss him the next, you know, alongside Jaden Ivey and, R and RJ. Um, but it's, it's also just going to be a little bit of a clunky fit, especially if we have Julius Randle back. Um, it's going to be too many mouths to feed, I think. And that would be my concern about the Ivy thing. Um, that's why, you know, if you get an Ivy, uh, fucking, if you can find a way to trade Randle, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be really nice who I want the Knicks to get if we stay at 11 or even if, even if we like find a way to trade up to seven, you know, there's a lot of rumors that the, that the Blazers, um, cause they didn't have to trade the, their pick to, to get Jeremy Grant, which is kind of cool. Um, if they want to do a pick swap where we move up to seven and we dump, uh, we dump Burks and Noel onto them. I don't know what the salary cap situation is for them now with, with Grant. Um, and if they want Noel and Burks and like a player at 11 instead of seven, perfectly fine. I don't know if we'd be trading up to seven for AJ Griffin or Shaden Sharp. I prefer AJ Griffin. People are down on him because like he thinks because like, you know, he's, he's got his injury concerns. Uh, that's all well and good. Uh, everybody else in my book, like doesn't like everybody has their concerns. AJ Griffin's a sharpshooter. I think he's, at worst, like his floor is so high for me. If he gets back his explosiveness, like there's your star. There's your like complimentary 
third piece on a very good team, third or fourth piece. Um, I like AJ Griffin. I'm down for the for the uh, for the fucking injury concerns. I don't give a shit. I think he's too good a shooter. I think he's got a he's got an NBA frame. I like me some AJ Griffin. Do connection with RJ. Uh, he's my guy. He's my guy. I think so. After that, I kind of like Shaden Sharp. If Shaden Sharp drops for whatever reason, or uh, I don't know, if we trade up to five and we get uh, swindled and somebody takes Ivy, somebody jumps up us for four. Uh, I would rather us take Shaden Sharp than Keegan Murray or any any shit like that. Um, that would kind of suck if we trade up and Ivy's st- still gone or whatever. Um, and, you know, we're left with, like, Paolo on the board or something. Like, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> that would be a nightmare scenario. Uh, so Shaden Sharp is, like, just a cool gamble. He's too, you know, explosive to, like, pass up. Could it be a disaster? It probably would be. Dis- All these picks are going to be disasters if they end up with the Knicks. That's kind of my mentality, especially after last season. Uh, but this is just what I think in, in case sera sera. After that, I like Dyson Daniels of the G League. I think he was with the G League at night. He's like an, he's a, he played in the G League. He's like an Australian guy. He's a He's a big guard. He's a big guard. A lot of people at, at the start of like mocks and stuff were saying that he was something of like a, like a like a like a huge point guard, like a cross between like a Lonzo Ball and a Ben Simmons type thing, like a, like a big big point guard. He's like six eight, uh, and of course he can't shoot. Like why would he be able to shoot? Uh, why why would he be able to shoot? Right, guys. Um, and I, but people are saying that like he's too good and and he's not even project like he's not even on the Vegas odds for like Nick's first pick. So that that leads me to believe that he's going to be gone at like pick six or seven to to someone. Like a lot of people are mocking him to the Spurs. He's a very Spursy, quiet. You know, he's like he's a he's a little bit of a fucking weirdo. But I like him, and uh, that that's what I want after him. A lot of people are are mocking Johnny Davis to the Knicks from Wisco. Uh, another two defensive two guard who can't fucking shoot. Um, which would be right up the Knicks fucking alley, wouldn't it? Uh, it would just make too much goddamn sense for the Knicks to get another guy who can't really shoot. Um, but you know, he's one of the, uh, you know, his form is good. That's good. Uh, he's kind of just like this ISO ball dominant too, who drives a lot, which would be cool. Again, it's just, we already have so many mouths to feed and I, you just don't know what the Knicks are going to do if they clear space. I, I mean, he would be very good coming off the bench and terrorizing people, but we already have IQ coming off the bench and terrorizing people. I mean, I get, I, he, he's got a big body, so he's like a good defensive two to play next to RJ. But again, I, you got to clear, what are you going to do with Fournier? Like there, there's, there's so many questions about it. I just don't love the fit. And I also don't believe that Tibbs would let him loose, would let him get the on-ball reps to kind of become that, like, that driving score. Like he's a bucket getter, right? I don't think that Tibbs would ever let him get the NBA NBA reps to do that. Uh, certainly not in the first season, but I can see Tibbs falling in love with his defensive tenacity, if you will, and him being the Knicks guy. Um, that's why I have him as high as Jalen Williams. I don't know too much about this player, but I'm tired of people talking about him. So that's why I threw him where he is right now. He's sort of like an explosive gamble. He's one of the guys that like you see him mocked at like 25 but you could also see like the Spurs taking him at eight or whatever, like or or nine or seven or wherever the fuck they're picking, just because he's got a lot of upside. A lot of people are saying I've I don't think I've watched maybe I don't think I've watched thirty seconds of tape on this guy, but a lot of people are talking about him. So if the Knicks take him, th- this is like how stupid I am. I, I'm I'm completely mail I'm mailing in this podcast from here on out, but I'm doing this because I want to do it. Um, 
I wouldn't be upset if we got Jalen Williams at some point. I might be a little upset if like we took him at like 11. That would be, that would make me a little sad, but I would also trust Leon Rose because like they're good at like finding young players, I guess uh, they, they've shown enough with like OB and quick and stuff and Jericho Sims. So I guess I'd be, I'd be fine. After that, the safe bet, the boring, like not sexy pick is like trading back for Malachi Branham. I don't love Malachi Branham at 11, but if we trade back to like 16 or 17 or something, uh, That'd be that'd be cool. He's just a shooter. He's like the shooter. He's the shooter of the draft. He's the Quentin Grimes that Tibbs can mold into a good to a solid defensive player, and he's the he's gonna be the best shooter available, especially if AJ Griffin's gone. Um, that would make I would be I'd be fine with that. I'd be like, okay, they couldn't trade up, they couldn't do anything. They got the safe pick. That's cool. Malachi Branham in. After that, Blake Wesley's another guy. Blake Blake Wesley and Marjon Bochamp. If like we trade back into the twenties and these guys are available, I'd be cool with that. Blake Wesley's like an explosive guy, and he, you can kind of tell he's got like a really good like head on his shoulders. Um, I can see, I could really see the Knicks falling in love with him as a person um, and being like, okay, the player stuff. He he's got athleticism. The rest will come. Uh, I can see the Knicks fall in love with this guy from like a culture standpoint. And Marjon Bochamp is another guy who's like, like a year ago, you'd see him mocked like top five, top six. So it's just like, huh, what the fuck happened there? Uh, yeah, let's bring him in. Why the fuck not? So those are the guys on my big board. Um, my worst case scenario from a draft standpoint is if like we, if, if like we, we reach for like a big, like we take Jalen Duran at 11 or we trade back and we get Mark Williams. I don't want a big right now. Um, if you're going to punt on a big, sign one for $2 million in free agency or just throw it to Jericho Sims. We have, like, right now, like, we're going to, and a lot of people are saying we're going to sign Mitch. Let's sign Mitch. I'd prefer that. Let's give Mitch his 10 or 11 million bucks a year. Um, and I, I, there's no reason to be drafting a young center that Tibbs isn't going to play at 11. Like, we, we need, like, actual talent, like, right now. And I, I just don't, I don't want a big... I certainly, certainly, certainly don't want to trade this pick for for Malcolm Brogdon. I don't want that. That sounds terrible. I, Malcolm Brogdon is like not a perfect fit already on the Knicks. Like again, it's so many mouths to feed. It's not great. Uh, he's constantly hurt. He's constantly missing games. Like who the fuck are we kidding? Like we're gonna trade an actual asset for this guy. It's one thing if you want to do like a weird salary swap with like Evan Fournier. I'm cool with that. Uh, I was relieved when I saw the Jeremy Grant deal and you were like, oh, okay. They gave him like a garbage pick in 2025 from the Bucks. There's no way in hell that the Knicks could see that and then trade the 11 pick, the 11 in this year's draft for fucking Malcolm Brown. Like that's not going to happen. At least hopefully not. So we'll see what happens. Uh, what else? What other uh, nightmare scenarios? Um, a lot of people are saying... Uh, this is the last thing. I'm getting a lot of people saying like, oh, we need to clear cap space. We need to clear cap space. That's a little ignorant. Like that is not, like f- like f- we're not signing any free agents. Like that's not, it, like if we clear cap space, there's no real way to be certain that we are signing Jalen Brunson. I mean, like you could say like, oh, no, we have Rick Brunson on the thing. Uh, Leon Rose is godfather. That's fine. But let me just paint this picture. If we clear cap space and we have twenty five million dollars in cap space or twenty two or twenty three or whatever that we are preparing for Malcolm uh, for uh, Malcolm, for Jalen Brunson and then Jalen Brunson signs with the Mavs or the Pistons. 
we are left with that much cap space that we have to spend. We have to spend it. And there's no backup. Who's the backup option? All, we're going to throw a max at DeAndre Ayton? At, at, at Miles Bridges? What are, who's, our, who's the backup? That would be disastrous. Then we would need to go and find, we would need to go out and find a bad contract to take on. Which, like, we're not going to have any leverage. It would just be shitty. Like, it, 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 this is what it comes down to. If Jalen Brunson wants to be a Nick, he's going to be a Nick. I know that Mark Cuban and the Mavs are posturing like, no, we're not engaging in any sign-in trade. You, you say that now, it's either you lose him for something or nothing. Uh, there's a lot, there's a, Nick's film school, they're my guys, Jeremy Cohen. He, he, he mocked like a, a really sensical trade and it's going to sting, but it, it would be Derrick Rose to the Mavs and we get back Jalen Brunson. And we would clear a little bit of a logjam. We'd get our Jalen Brunson and we would be able to remain over the cap so we wouldn't have to clear cap space. And we would be able to use that assets going forward into the future instead of like having to trade for Eric Bledsoe or uh, you name the bad contract. Um, Like maybe we get a pick if we take on like Gordon Hayward, but like whoopee, like who, like I, I, I don't know why we would put ourselves in that scenario. Um, so we'll fucking see. The main thing is like clearing cap space is not like, I know that's just like a common thing to say, but like, there's really no need, especially right now. Um, and if we do like, if, if Alex Burke, if Alec Burks is gone before draft night, it means we're trying to get below the cap and we're like, we're hoping to sign Jalen Brunson, <sighs> which is great. It's just, we better fucking sign him <laughs> or else that would really suck eggs. Okay. Uh, what other, what other things are there? What other, what other, what other, what other, I think that might be it. I really, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I want Jaden Ivey, but I don't think we're going to get him. I don't know. I think he might end up with the Pistons. I know he wants to be a Nick. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke around the Ivy stuff and it could be sexy. It could be really fucking sexy. Um, but I remain unconvinced that it's actually going to happen. I just do. Um, I don't know how often I'm going to do these podcasts again. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, we'll, 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 we'll see what fucking happens. I'm going to get drunk tonight. Maybe I'll do a live react. I probably won't. It's too much fucking work to do this garbage. Um, it's not fun enough. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's fucking it. Anyway, you guys, uh, let's go fucking Knicks. Let's have a good season. Let's clean this mess up. Let's, let's not get too fucking cute. Uh, let's not fuck up. No bigs, no Brunson. I mean, no, no Brunson, no Brunson would be fine. No, 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 no Brogdon. Uh, let's do smart deals, smart deals guys. What the fuck am I doing? I'm like a stupid, you know, little high school. Yeah, guys, come on. Let's play defense. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll be drunk later tonight. Uh, but guys, yeah, you know, like this is, uh, it's always fun. Let's go Knicks and, uh, just know that, uh, I, I, I talked all the Knicks I could as I always do. Still don't have an act. All right, guys, I'll see you. Bye. It's no secret. It's plain to see.